Welcome to Glow Girl Credit Podcast. I'm your host, Tasha, lover of all things personal development, investing, personal finance, and of course, credit. My goal for this podcast is to teach you how to live a life of luxury by leveraging credit. Credit is sexy and it does not have to be complicated. Whether your goal is to become an entrepreneur, travel fearlessly, buy a house on the lake, or even that luxury car, invest to build wealth, you should be leveraging credit. And I'm here to help. Now let's get into today's episode. Thank you so much, Star, for joining me on Glowgirl Credit Podcast to kick off the June of Home Ownership Month. So I just wanted to start off by you introducing yourself to the audience and letting us know how you got into the real estate business. Absolutely. Well, thank you first for allowing me the opportunity to be on here with you. Um, Sharing the journey of home ownership is definitely, it has become a true passion as I have gone through coaching individuals just on their life purpose and just trying to get where they want to go in general. Being a homeowner is something that people consider the American dream, but I feel like if we just consider it more of our own personal success journey, then we wouldn't find ourselves being so, I guess, disturbed by the process of becoming a homeowner. So the way that I got started in this industry was actually thinking about the 22 plus years in hospitality that I've been doing throughout the hospitality industry. My goal was to get into something that would align more with helping individuals to really set themselves up for their own personal success. And knowing that home ownership is that one piece of success that people really find in themselves as being a true journey of saying, I am successful. Um, I think that's really what pushed me in that direction and understanding now after going through the education process, even my own journey of home ownership and being able to see how it should have been done sooner rather than later. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. So a lot of the listeners um, of the show, they are, they know nothing about home ownership and they're currently renting. So can you share with us the key benefits of home ownership compared to renting? Yeah, absolutely. So thinking about this podcast, this is the Glow Girl podcast, and you talk a lot about credit and how to improve your credit and push it in the right positive direction. One of the top benefits of actually home ownership is it really does help push your credit in a more positive direction faster, even though we do a lot with our auto loans and, you know, all these other loans and credit cards that we get. Having a home really does help push your credit in a more positive and more stable direction if you're able to make those on time and consistent payments. The other part about home ownership that a lot of people don't understand is the equity. And before getting into this journey, I was like, what in the world is equity? Like people talk about it, but they don't really tell you what it is. It's like, oh, I have all this equity in my home. I can pull from my uh, line of credit. I can do this. Right. But I'm like, okay, what is that? (laughs) You know, but your equity is basically the difference between your loan value, your loan amount and the value of your home. So purchasing a home now And being able to see the value of that home as you're paying the loan down and the principal down on your loan, that's where you're going to get that equity, which is also you owning a piece 
having a piece of ownership in that home. Because we have to remember one thing. A lot of us say, I want to own a home. We don't own the home until we've paid it off. (laughs) It's still not ours until we pay it off. So really focusing on getting that piece of ownership little by little, we are then truly getting ourselves into ownership. Um, Another key point is stability. You know, if you're raising a family, having that stability, I know for myself, you know, being in an apartment for so long, it was, I don't want to leave this apartment because I don't want to take my son out of this school. I don't want to take my children out of this school. I don't want to uproot them and move them from here to there. So being able to identify that in the beginning and knowing that that's a piece of stability for your family and for you, even if you're single, you know, you're able to find out about the community and build more of a base in that community of who you are and what you can do for the community if that's the type of person that you are. And then just keeping in mind the rental rental rates are continuing to rise. They are the the rental market, they are really taking advantage unfortunately and being able to get a a fixed mortgage rate will help you to have that stability in your mortgage payment versus you paying your rent 100% interest to someone else who owns the home and you're not doing anything for yourself, right? You now have that stability, you know, this is what my mortgage is going to be and I'm okay with that. Thank you for sharing that. So you mentioned um, one thing that caught my attention. You mentioned, you know, not wanting to move your son to a different school. To me, in my opinion, that sounds like um, a lot of the renters have a, they have to shift their mindset. What would you tell someone who was struggling with the mindset? So for example, he or she may want to be a homeowner, but they have a belief system, all this negativity that's holding them back. What type of advice would you give someone who maybe came to you for assistance, but you determined that their mindset is holding them back? When we talk about mindset holding us back, it's really what about that mindset? Because having the background as a coach, what we find is that there's a lot of things in our past that are holding us back. And I think most of the time it's we're afraid to look at our credit. Okay, we're afraid to look at our finances. About 90% of the time, that's the reason. We can, even if you look at the, the idea of having the school system, it's better to move them now than to move them later because it still gives your children the opportunity to be able to grow in that area and build themselves up in that area and see what they can do. But as far as mindset, it really is going and trying to dig deep within yourself and finding someone who can help you. And let me say this, it is not your friends who are going to be able to help you. You have friends that you can confide in for certain things, but there are a lot of things from our past that maybe we saw our parents do. Our parents rented. If that's what they did and it worked for them, then now we feel like it's okay for us, but it's because we don't have the proper education. And I think educating ourselves on what the the home ownership journey really is, understanding the journey, because a lot of people don't understand it. And a lot of people also look at other people's journey where they say, oh, it was so stressful. It's not supposed to be a stressful process. If you're having a stressful process, then you may want to rethink who and what is going on in that process, because I do feel like the stress should be on me as the realtor. You should be having fun. (laughs) So just really rethinking what has happened in your past and why you're going through this mindset that you have and trying to get assistance with it, not from your friends. How do we know that we are actually ready to take the next step to get the pre-approval and then to come to speak to you? 
You don't know. You personally do not know. The best thing that you can do is as soon as you start even thinking that home ownership is something that you are ready for, is to get a consultation or a needs analysis with a realtor. The realtor is then going to take you through the steps of what needs to happen next. Because again, financially, you really don't know where you are. Only a mortgage lender can tell you your true mortgage score. Credit Karma can tell you a score. Your, you know, Equifax report can tell you a score, but it's not your mortgage score. Just like you also have the Vantage score. Um, and I'm sure, it's, Tasha, you probably know a lot about this, right? Yeah. There are different scores yeah. for different <laughs> things, but you don't know until you actually speak with someone. So I encourage you, don't let your fear of what you think is holding you back hold you back because a lot of times what you think you need to do to get ready is not actually what you need to do. It is definitely a customized plan for each and every person going through the process. Your program is going to look different from your friends. Your friend's situation is going to look different based on their income, based on the needs and the programs that they actually qualify for. So the first step is to get with a realtor that you trust, that you can, that you feel you can connect with, because that's very important, educated, knowledgeable realtor that's going to be patient. That's the key to, you need patience. Okay. So we're going to switch gears here. So what are, what are some of the most important factors to consider when determining the right type of property for, for someone or for you? Love that question. So Again, this is a customized process. And I will tell you, when you talk to your realtor, first of all, go for the sky in the beginning. Don't hold anything back because you never know what you can and cannot actually get qualified for, right? So don't hold anything back. That's number one. But location and commute, I would say, especially in a large city such as Atlanta, is super important. How far are you willing to drive? How far are you willing to go? Um, are you looking for something that has, you know, a lot of land? If that's something that you're looking to to work on in the future, that's important. Your financial ability to pay is super important because it's not just your mortgage. You have your insurance, you have your taxes that are factored into that. So you want to make sure that your financial ability to pay is set in stone. Um, what else would I? Oh, HOA. Understand HOAs. If you do not want an HOA, do not settle for an HOA. If you want an HOA, get your HOA. There are good benefits of an HOA. And then some people are just like, it's not for me. But having your realtor really sit down with you and explain that to you is going to be super important in you making that decision for the type of property that you want. Oh, your needs and wants. When I say go for the sky, like the sky is the limit. You want to know what you ultimately want because you don't know what you can and cannot get based on the negotiations of your realtor. But you also want to be realistic as it relates to the finances, because starting now and upgrading later is not a bad idea once you build equity in your home. OK, so you want to keep that in and in, in to take that into consideration. And then the community and the schools, like we talked about before, noise. This is super, super, super important. Before you choose your home, 
go early in the morning and late at night. That's when noise carries the furthest with whatever is happening, whether it's a train in the area, whether there's a group that parties in a certain area, you know, that that noise carries over to you. If there's a lot of dogs, let me tell you something. I literally last night had to put my earbuds in my ear. I had, not my earbuds. I had to put, um, what are they called? The earplugs. I had to put them in my ear last night because there was a dog that kept barking right behind me. Now, of course, they weren't there when we moved here, <laughs> but I think the owners were gone. But being able to take those type of things into consideration when you purchase your home are super important. And again, is your is your realtor there for you? Are they there for you or are they there for the money? Because there's a difference. I created a community that is dedicated to helping women repair and improve their credit scores through education, support, and proven strategies. So I want to invite you to that community. It's called Glow Girl Credit Empowerment Community, and you can find us on Facebook. So just hop over to Facebook, type in Glow Girl Credit Empowerment Community, and introduce yourself. So I'll see you over there. Mm. One thing, one question that came to my mind when you started speaking, what are some mistakes you've seen new buyers make or some steps that they skipped that they may shouldn't have skipped? One of the steps that they've, that they, I wouldn't say skipped, but one of the mistakes that they tend to make is telling everyone what they're doing, Mm. telling everybody the process that they're going through. Mm. There are, and this is more mindset versus tangible, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who are happy for you. There are people who pretend to be happy for you. And there are people who are just genuinely jealous of you and mm. jealous of your process and don't really care about what you're going through. And one of the biggest mistakes I would say is do not tell your job until it is time to do that paperwork that you are searching for a home. Do not tell your job. Do not spend any money. We can say it all day long, but do not spend any money. You're a, a realtor and a mortgage lender can help you really put the budget in place before you start the process so that you'll know what you can and cannot do as you're going through. Sounds like someone may have went and bought some furniture before they closed on their, on their home. I know that's a big thing. <laughs> they go and buy furniture and start shopping for the house. And now you can't even close on your house. So, oh no, oh no. Have you had any um, potential clients or clients who wanted to skip the home inspection? I have had buyers who have inquired. And I will always tell you, do not do that. There are so many buyers now from when those interest rates were super wonderful and the homes were flying off the market, they skip those inspections and they are not happy homeowners Mm. right now. They are not happy homeowners. They paid a lot more money for what the home was worth and they are paying for it now. And a lot of them are actually trying to get out of their home. Mm. There are so many underlying issues that can be found through the home inspection that that is an investment that you must make. I say it's mandatory, even though depending on the loan you get, it's not mandatory. But if I'm your realtor, it's mandatory. You choose I like me. you. I like right? you. <laughs> yeah. 
I like you because some of the clients that's going through my uh, program now, of course, you know, I can't tell people what to do. Um, a lot of them are asking, like, should I should I get a realtor? I'm like, yeah, why would you not want a realtor? Like, well, I feel like a lot of people have a, a belief that a realtor only just shows you houses. And they're like, well, I can go on Zillow uh, to see the houses. But I'm like, no, you really need a realtor. So this leads me to my next question. Could you explain the role of a realtor in the home buying process and how they can assist potential buyers? I am so glad you asked this question. And the first thing I want to say to all of our friends as a realtor, I love you. And I have actually had to have this conversation with friends. Realtors are like your lawyer when it comes to the home buying process. We are there not only to go and find a home and open the door and show it to you. Our job is to be able to negotiate on your behalf. That home that you see on Zillow could be priced 20000 over the market, but you wouldn't know it. And if you go in and try to purchase that home, they're going to take advantage of you. You don't know what your contract is saying. You don't know what you can negotiate to keep with the home or what's going to go with the home. But this is to the friends of the realtors. It is a legal responsibility that if you do not sign what's called a buyer's brokerage agreement for us to represent you as the buyer, you are only considered what is called a customer versus a client. We legally cannot give you too much information during your home buying process. So as much as you come to us and want to ask us, oh, do you think this is over market price? Do you think we should we should um, ask for this amount? Do you think we cannot legally give you that information per our licensing? This is something with our license that we cannot give you that information. We have legal responsibilities that we are held to besides opening a door. We negotiate. We, If we're doing a listing for you, we have to do all of the marketing efforts on that home, right? Um, we provide a market analysis for, you, analysis for you to tell you how much your home is worth. But negotiating on your behalf and being able to actually dive into those contracts and the verbiage and letting you know how important title insurance is, homeowner's insurance the inspections, the appraisals, those things are, you would do yourself justice in the beginning to be able to invest in a realtor than to try to do it alone. And don't get mad at your friends if they don't answer your questions. Legally, they cannot do it. We will lose our license. Awesome. That's great. So you literally answered like the next three questions I had for you all in one, which is fine. So that gives us more time to talk about you. What states are you currently servicing? I only service the state of Georgia right now. Okay. And do you have anything coming up um, in Georgia? I don't have any current seminars or anything coming up. Um, I am more than happy to come in and speak where anyone wants me to speak to give this information. The biggest thing about me is I'm more community oriented. So you'll find me where you need me. And if you put the call out and say, hey, you know, we really want someone to come out and educate this group or this group, you know, that's that's where I'll be. And and I have a true, true passion for the the younger generation because they don't understand how important it is to get this done now. 
rather than later. You know, I think I think we all get to a point where we're like, if we can't get the five bedroom, three bedroom home, we just don't want it. And I think that's the worst mentality that we can have because I had it. You know, I did. I had it. Like, I don't want to get it unless I get what I want. Period. That's it. Mm -hmm. If I would have known then what I know now, I would have changed my mindset a lot sooner and would have found myself in a in a better situation as far as home ownership is is concerned. So what makes you stand out? Yeah, so personally the way this and and again, this is my personal opinion. It's all based on what someone else can say about me at the end of the day, but I definitely have a passion for sure. I don't feel like there's anything that I can do unless I'm educating you. So the education piece is really, really big for me. When you come to me, I want to be able to answer every single question that you have. If I don't have the answer, I promise you the answer is going to be found. I'm not going to try to come up with an answer because at the end of the day, that's not how this works. You know, you are making a huge investment in your life and you need someone who's going to be there to answer those questions for you and educate you through the process. Again, patience. I feel like because I am a coach, I've always focused on the purpose and the success of others. I'm really driven by that. And so if I know that this is what's going to get you to where you feel like you've made that personal success and you're good that's where I really fall in alignment with it all. It's not about, well, today you can only afford a one bedroom. Guess what? If you want to wait until you can get the three bedroom, wait. I'm not I'm not going to tell you what you have to do this now. That's your choice and your decision. But I think the other part that that makes me different is I'm also going to be a coach in the process because it's naturally me. So I'm going to ask, I'll probably ask you a lot of why questions. And if you haven't really hired me as a coach, you're just going to have to say, okay, this is too much. Just, just tell me, you know what, Sabrina, this is too much. I don't want to answer these questions because I truly want to know why and try to help you understand. Because sometimes we, again, we make decisions and don't know why we make them until someone else asks us, why are we making them? Right. So having that coach mentality inside of me, I'm always trying to dig and drill to figure out where your mindset is so that I can help you make the best decision. I feel like really separates you because you are a coach. So your processing, your intake process is different. The questions you're going to ask. I've never heard any realtor say um, that they're going to ask their clients why, because people don't go that deep into it. And your, your why is your everything, why you're doing this. You know, you don't want to be buying a house because your sister bought a house. You want to keep up with the Jones. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for answering that. So how can we find you, Sabrina? What are your social medias? How can we find you for a consultation? Yeah. So you can reach me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm listed as Realtor Sabrina Claiborne. And you can see the spelling of Claiborne. It's misspelled all the time. So it's okay. Uh, also, if you want to reach out, you can um, text, call, whatever works for you. I work off of your communication means, whatever is best for you, 404-919-9866. And you can also view my site and request a consultation at sabrinaclayborn.com. 
it, let me say this before um, we end as well. There, there are different things that are out there that can help you stay into the market, in tune with the market. And what, what I do is I can provide you with what's called a neighborhood news report so that as you're preparing for your home ownership journey, this report comes out monthly where it will tell you based on the number of bedrooms, bathrooms, how many homes were sold, what the median price was, so that you can kind of get a better idea as you're starting the journey of how much you would like to qualify for to be able to purchase in those particular markets. And it can be changed and customized as well. And then we can also do what's called a quarterly market report, which will give you a quarterly market report for the counties. So different counties, it'll tell you what was what was happening in those specific counties. So if you want to get any of that information, you can send me a, an email. You can also reach me. Coachstarspeaks at gmail.com is the primary email that I use and just request one of those reports or both. And I'll be happy to get you in into that um, report. Thank you. Uh, so they just sign up with their email, right? Yes. Okay. Can you, well, can you put that in the, in my Facebook group? The link so they can start Absolutely. signing and get that information. Awesome, great. Because a lot of people um in the Facebook group is from Georgia. Okay, so that will end today's episode. I am going to put Sabrina's information in the description box. And you can also find her in the Glow Girl Credit Empowerment uh, community group. Thank you for tuning in and until next time.